3: Good morning, happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, SIP 12 days and counting away from Nebraska, playing a football game that actually counts in Dublin. We will be there. I'm leaving on Friday of this week, so I'll be here, I'll be here during the show, we were all week. Whoa. You are leaving Monday of oh, next week. Friday.
1: That's right. We're going a little early. Programming note. Yeah. Well, this is dangerously close I will be.
3: Point. I will be here Friday, though. Okay. Doing the show, okay. I'm here all week long. Next week, you know, it's it's different. You'll be here Monday, I won't, and then we're both gone the rest of the week, mm-hmm. as we will be gallivanting in Dublin.
1: We'll be, <laughs> we'll be kissing the Blarney Stone. I got
3: to tell you what, you shocked the heck out of me last night. You told me something on the phone. You've already packed. <laughs> you're not. You're leaving a week from today. How can you yeah. possibly be
1: packed? Packed right now. I'm. I'm, I'm like 90 80, percent 80, packed.
3: I'm just, I'm, frankly, I'm stunned because you usually think, say, you take five minutes to pack, if that.
1: Well, I, I'd I, done a load of wash, okay. and I had all my shirts, and, you know, I had just, I had a bunch of stuff. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put this in there now, fold them nicely, and there it is. And if I had to leave today at 9 o'clock, I could do it. Wow. I'm, I just, I'm amazed by that. I I'm, leave Friday, I haven't even touched packing yet. I think um, that indicates a level of excitement. I'm excited. For you? Yeah. 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 I'm excited for this, to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe. I do nothing fun. <laughs> um, Your book is? <laughs> I missed out on all the fun. We gotta, you know what we got to start doing now? You're working all the time, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So instead of talking about, we should make up things that we do. Yeah, Jake. I flew to Laguna Beach this weekend. I was and
3: parasailing yesterday. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I surfed in Laguna Beach and then went to an amusement park because I wanted to be amused. Went on six straight roller coasters. Yeah, <laughs> just start making stuff yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I had fun this weekend. I went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> just came back. I just got back. I went hiking in
3: Canada. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just got wrestled with morning. a bear. Just got back this morning. It was great. Uh, All yes. you did this weekend is work. Yes, I it's this,
1: true. All I did this weekend on work, Friday. You week. know
3: what's sad? I mean, you know that I love golf, right? I didn't even like think about touching a golf club this weekend. Not, Ooh. Even, one, not even one thought. Ooh, that's what, not one thought. scares me. I live by a par three golf course. I looked at it and said, can't do it this week.
1: Really? Can't do it. Not even last night?
3: I probably could have last night, but I chose to work instead. Me too. Yeah, that's where we're at Thanks.
1: Yeah, and I'm, nobody's complaining. Hey, this is part G- of the grind. Gus, good morning, Gus. It's part, it's part Gus. of what you sign up for. It's part of the grind. Yeah, Gus is on the grind right now. Yep. He's got he new can. shoes, too. Show those shoes, Gus. Yeah, he's got on. some new balances. Yeah. They're white, very white. He's prepared for being a dad someday. Jeez, I just thought you announced some news. No, no, I did not. Gus, are you a dad?
3: <laughs> no, I said someday. Someday, day <laughs> the, the mowing lifestyle <laughs> of, a, of a father with That'd new balance awesome. shoes. Yeah. Um,
1: a couple years down the road, guys. Okay, cause. we got some things to talk about.
3: 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. By the way, to begin the show, the kids are back in school today, Sip. So <coughs> the game show will have some some new listeners again. Oh, some yeah, old listeners are back today. Our beloved kids listening to the show. Yes. As they um, go to school. If you are out there and listening this morning, please shoot us a text. Roll call. Roll call 12 days from Ireland. 402 464 5685 your name where you're listening from we appreciate that okay sip on Saturday Scott Frost spoke with the media and yeah, there's a scrimmage yesterday by the way I don't I don't know if you want to report anything from the yeah, scrimmage. yeah we can
1: mingle that in okay. let's just intermingle it organically
3: I, I liked a couple things that Frost said I don't know what your thoughts were but he said there is no no real camp meltdowns this year compared to previous years yeah I didn't know how to take that I didn't either so I'm like okay what does that mean versus uh, you know for the past years? How many meltdowns are we talking? about? Well,
1: I mean, I will say this. I will say this. You can remember a lot of camp meltdowns over the years, right? Just think about the Bo Pelini years. Now it could have been injuries. Usually it was injury sparked, or it might have been a report by Peter Gammons of something that elicited his anger. Remember what did Peter? Peter oh, Gammons Peter said. Gammons. Reported on Bubba case? Starling. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's right. And it caused a pretty quite a stir in the Nebraska camp. There were meltdowns. There's there were meltdowns. Uh, how about how about this for a meltdown? Bill Callahan addresses reporters and announces that that Harrison Beck is missing. Missing. Mm-hmm. He's missing from practice. He's not only missing from practice. He's just missing, because we say. Do you know where he is? And Bill said, you know what? I don't. So I. So the follow-up question was, well, is there a level of concern <laughs> that you don't know where he's at? Uh, and the response was, there, yeah, there was. There was a level of concern. He was on his way back. To, he was driving his Bronco back to Florida. Um, but that's, that's, that, that, that would qualify as a meltdown if Chubba Purdy just up and left camp. Right? Right. Don't know where Chubba is. Just don't know where he is. That would be that'd be camp meltdown. But
3: do you can you do you recall how how late in camp was it when Tristan Jebia left in twenty
1: eighteen? Twenty eighteen was didn't, didn't leave it? was like,
3: late. Yeah, I mean, talk, I'm not talking like the week of the first game, right? Yeah. So well, that could still happen. It Could still happen. But the camp Ireland. this
1: has been a quiet camp. It has really quiet. They got through two scrimmages with I don't. You know, they got through another scrimmage yesterday with I don't believe there was a major injury. Okay. Um, That's big. That's the- not at least not to any front line guys and Dakolus Crawford. <clears throat> I don't know what my deal with My throat is. I excuse me. I now there was, um, you know there was sort of major camp news on Saturday when Frost announced that freshman receiver Dakolus Crawford of Shreveport, Louisiana, a beautiful city in this country. what <laughs> yeah, your favorites? Um, isn't it? um had a ma- has a major knee injury. Now DeColdis wasn't gonna play. I can just tell you that flat out there he wasn't going to be in the receiver rotation this year. He wasn't close. Now that doesn't I'm not diminishing the impact of the injury on the young man at all he, it's It's a setback for the young man. Um, but that 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 was the only major injury out of the first scrimmage, and I don't think there was any major injuries out of this one. So that's good, right? That's huge. yeah.
3: I see, I'm watching the Dolphins game on Saturday saying no injuries, please. They had an injury, but my goal is preseason, don't get hurt. Obviously get better. Don't get hurt, though. Same for the
1: Huskers. Right. Um, so that uh, – and then Frost spoke to the media on Saturday, and the, big, the biggest thing was him talking about <coughs> how, hard the, how hard the offensive line is working, and he, and he invoked science. Mm. Mm. into the conversation. did he know? Yeah. He said the guys wear monitors that track overall output and a 100 other statistics. Mm. This is Frost being quoted directly. They're more than doubling in a lot of cases the amount of effort they put out the last couple years in practice. He said a lot of that has to do with the type of kids we have and a lot has to do with Donnie, Rayola, and Aaron, Cooling, the GA, working with them. They've done an unbelievable job. Uh, I've been pleased with the way they're playing. So, I yeah, I I mean, what I've heard is, and I, you know, the offensive line, it gets challenged by those edge rushers, Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, Caleb Tanner, et cetera. But I think it held up pretty well yesterday from what I've heard. Teddy held up pretty good. Um And apparently both Anthony Grant and A.J. Allen had good scrimmages. Mm. A.J. Allen looks more and more like he'll be a factor, the freshman running back from – This season, yeah, true freshman. Yeah, he's from Louisiana too. Um, God, I hope I didn't mix up where he and Crawford are from. Um, DeColdis Crawford is indeed from Shreveport – I, it's possible AJ is too, but anyway, AJ's from Louisiana. Let me see. He, yeah, he's from Monroe. Uh, AJ Allen's from Monroe, Louisiana. Mixing up my, my little. It happens. Louisiana. Yeah, you cities. get the right state though, at least. It's, yeah, it, it counts. So yeah, watch AJ Allen. Um, Gabe Irvin did not practice either Saturday or Sunday. His knee flared up a little, but it's not regarded as something serious. I think he's shown enough.
3: Well, also pause there. I mean, if you want to be someone that's an alarmist, which you don't need to be this morning, Gabe Urban right now is not projected as a starting running back. If he if he was the obvious guy, that that's something where you're saying, okay, that's a problem. But you've got Anthony Grant and AJ Allen, Ramir Johnson. You've got guys, so it's not like you're really Jack relying. Cassian. Jack yeah. You're not just relying on Gabe Urban. He'd be nice to have, but if he does, if he can't play for some reason, I know
1: he just banged up this weekend, but. Mm-hmm not a huge deal for the team Tommy Hill uh, also continues his rise um, he's they talking about Tommy as maybe being the most athletic player on the team hello hello um, now as far as your uh, question goes the second part of your question will we be able to detect a team on a mission at double this is that's an important question it is that's an important question to me because i don't think this team is overly talented if it's not so if a team's not overly talented what's its edge it better have a it better have a chip on its shoulder it better have a a, a, a an ex, you know I would say an, i like to say an extreme fighting mentality it better act like a team that has a head coach with his back against the wall. Nebraska did all that stuff during the, you know, during its championship runs mm-hmm. in the '90s with a with an awesomely talented team. If you're not awesomely talented, which Nebraska isn't, it's good talent. It's good. It's it's a team that, if everything would roll right, could probably win nine. But it's not. It's I mean. It's, it's, Come on,
3: That hasn't happened for a long time no, if it, everything goes right. Right.
1: It's not. So they have to have that mentality. I hope it – now they have – the good news is they have a head coach that, that I've described a few times now as a snarling dog, and he's a bit like that right now. I hope that rubs off. They have a leader, a team leader in Garrett Nelson who will – I mean you know, what what are you talking about there like the a fighter deluxe i mean he's he's gonna go to the ends he was of the born earth. for this right yeah, yeah, he was born for this yeah goal. yeah he's gonna go to the ends of the earth um I think you have a quarterback who's <clears throat> although he, he might not be emotionally attached like Garrett nelson, nobody's gonna out prepare Casey Thompson, so there's some there's some elements that suggest this team will go to the wall. It has to, though. It has to because it's not, it's not just going to line up and like, – like, let's put it this way, Jake. Northwestern was 3-9 and nine last year, and I got them projected at 3-9 this year. But Nebraska's not good enough to just to show up, play poorly, and waltz past Northwestern. See, that's,
3: that was my issue with last season, the first game. I mean, Nebraska had just gotten beaten by Illinois the previous year badly. Right? 2020, they got beat by 18 points by Illinois. 41 41-23. Right. Got That's smoked right. on your home field. Right. Smoked. Right. And so you go to Illinois to begin the next season. And you think what? Well, I mean, the the thought should have been, we need revenge. Yeah. They have a, head, have a new head coach. Right. You beat us on our home, our home field last year. We need to start off the season strong. Let's go out there and be completely motivated, completely in control. And they never were from, from the start of the game. I don't game. know
1: that it was lack of motivation. They got... It wasn't great, though. They didn't have a real hard Did edge. Did you ever see a hard edge in that game? Not really, no. Illinois I mean, a was little bit out of that from the get-go. A little bit. I mean, the defense right away asserted itself. Remember? They had two sacks. So there he right, right early off. on. And yeah. then after that, Sikowsky
3: comes in and is a freaking right. Joe Namath no, out there. it didn't have a
1: real hard edge. So Nebraska, even though Northwestern is not picked anywhere near the pack to win the division— it's not like Nebraska can show up, play poorly, and expect to get out of there with an easy win. It I, might I hope be that's a, not the thought. It might be able to play poorly and win, but I don't even know about that. I mean, I don't. I think they, they'd be playing with fire there. Tim is online.
4: line. Let's get a one. call
3: from Tim on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Tim, you're on early break. Go ahead.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good uh, morning, Tim. You know, this, this type of year um it's it's kind of my favorite time of the year um it's kind of like on the night before uh the powerball drawing you just you you don't know what you have so there's so much opposite optimism and we can sit there and think you know how much potential we have um and I'm really optimistic about the season um I think one of the reasons for that because I was just thinking about that about what you guys just talked about the Illinois game I was thinking man I was I've shown this way before, and it was last year at this time, thinking, okay, what do we got going on? But the one thing that I do know that we have is we have a quarterback who's basically kind of been hosed over with his decision-making and going to Texas, and we have kind of a a coach that's been hosed over. So let's hope those two have their backs against the wall enough. Um, You know, Casey, I don't know if you guys kind of followed with him. I'm I'm guessing off this. I don't know. But it looked like Casey was at Texas. He was hoping when Shane – and if you
1: love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars.
4: Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da
0: ba ba ba.
4: Sam Ecker Ellingser uh, was there. He's hoping he's going to get the shot, and then all of a sudden. Ewers comes in, and then they, now they got the Manning kid. So he just got out of Texas. He's like, forget this. This is done. Mm-hmm. So now he's coming to Nebraska. He's trying to rewrite his career. Scott don't have much time left. No. So right now is kind of the time where you're going to see – I like to see a dog in a fight. I like to see what that dog yeah. has to offer me. And I think we're going to see it this year with Frost as a coach. And I hope we really see it in this Northwestern game, unlike we did in that Illinois game. We need to see fight right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So that's going to tell us a lot, I think. Even though we're favored by 12 points and even though Northwestern, like you said, Sip, you got to win in three games. Vegas hasn't won in nine. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's not sleep on this because last time we did it, it was Illinois. And then look how our season started off. So let's get the season off on a good note. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you, Tim. Yeah, that's kind of what we've been saying. I, I agree. Nebraska, <laughs> you can't come out flat in this game. There, there is no earthly way that it would be acceptable for anybody for this team to come out flat, fly.
1: You know, if, if you see a game where it's very evident that Northwestern's taking the fight to Nebraska, that'll be very discouraging. It wouldn't whole, make any sense, right? The whole
3: conversation through the offseason, big Ten media days, this camp so far is that, we're on a mission. This is a business
1: trip to Ireland, yeah, right? Right. Psychology business is trip. tricky, though. The, the only part of that conversation that concerns me is Northwestern... Okay, now this, now this is where psychology gets tricky, right? The human... Humans, I believe, are immensely complicated. I really believe that more and more, immensely. I mean, inc- I think humans, in many cases, are incredibly complex. I do. <laughs> has anyone ever doubted that? Yeah, probably not. I don't
3: think that's ever been doubted. That's why. By that's
1: why Doctor Phil has a show every day, yeah. and, and Phil Donahue and Jerry Springer. God bless him. Um, and Maury, yeah, Maury, and, <laughs> and 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 Oprah, and and on and on. Yeah. I mean, right. Um we're weird creatures. Yeah. Complex, man. And so you could misconstrue that conversation this way. Northwestern is going there probably more for fun and more lighthearted because they don't have a coach on a hot seat. They're going for revenge and they're going for fun. That sounds like a pretty good mentality to me.
3: Yeah, right? That sounds dangerous to me. It does. For
1: Nebraska. They they're gonna bounce in there uh Having fun yep. in Dublin. Here yep. we are, boys. Mm-hmm. Let's have fun with this. And by the way, we got revenge on our minds. That yeah. scares it's, me a little it's bit. It's very scary Yeah, that scares me a little bit. Nebraska, you don't want this. You don't want, it, you don't want the situation to manifest itself on the field as, look at Northwestern. They're happy. They're playing with joy. They're playing a game with joy. Nebraska doesn't have any smiles. They, they're all business. They, don't, they look like they're tense. There's tension. Now you don't want that. Totally There's a fine line, and that's where the head coach has got to come in, Scott Frost, and tell the guys, look, we, we all know what's at stake here, but look, come on, man, let's have fun with it. Let's, this, is, this, is, this is supposed to be fun. It's, it's
3: a game. We, still, we right. all love this game, right? right. We're just, to just go
1: this. play the game that you love playing, that you've loved playing since you were a little kid, you know, and do not back down to those guys for a second, you know, I wouldn't say this, but in the back of my mind, be going, we can't back down to anybody because we're not that we're not we're not awesomely talented. We better have a hard edge. That, that's why I've been concerned. about everything you said out there about Northwestern is why I've been
3: concerned about this game. Is that yeah, they go in knowing that Pat Fitzgerald has has no hot seat at all. They have revenge in their mind, but they're also going. This is going to be a fun trip. Mm-hmm. They, they have is
1: that is you cannot discount. Any I would of that. get ready for a Northwestern team that has some bounce. I agree. Vince.
3: Got a call from Vince in Napa, California 402-464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead.
2: Hey, good morning. So, Vince.
1: Vince. Good morning. Uh,
2: uh-huh. us see, well, well, one part of the conversation is how, uh, you know, this has been relatively speaking a pretty drama-free camp and yes, uh is. And, Sip, it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, one of the past meltdowns that, that, that happened. Because I remember, well, you, you mentioned Harrison Beck, quote-unquote, missing. Well, I remember, I remember very distinctly, I was vacationing in Reno, Nevada. I was staying at the Silver Legacy, Jake's favorite place in Reno. Um, and, and, and I remember, you know, after playing some blackjack, I go back to my hotel room, you know, and I, I, you know, I dial up the Internet on the TV. And, you know, and and I dialed up, it was uh, the journal, it was Husker Extra. Harrison Beck is missing. I'm like, oh, dear Lord. And so, and, and at any rate, you know, and I'll, and I'll weave in another favorite Bill Callahan before I go on to my next thing. Except, I don't know if you ever heard this one from Callahan, but I did in my years. I covered the Raiders as a freelancer for a fan magazine. Sip. when it comes to the depth chart... It's not where you line up; it's where you wind up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: not bad, Vince. Not, not bad. That's pretty good. Not bad. That's pretty good. I didn't
1: you know, hear him but, say uh, that, but I believe he did. That sounds like a Bill statement.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, but but as far as the edge and as far as balancing, I think it's a matter of you got to balance between, you know, you, you want you, you want to be intense rather than tense. Right. There's a be you know, right. and and there's a big and there's a big difference between the two. And you're right. I mean, we all know it's at stake here, you know, and, and and all that sort of thing. But I think as far as implementing some of the looseness, that's where I hope. That's where it's my hope that the transfers come in, because if you're the tra- you're any transfer, whether you're Casey Thompson, whether you're O'Shawn Massets or Trey Palmer, or Stefan Lynn or Huma that's where you have to make this you know that's where it's up to them to you know i don't know about you know being verbal per se but give off a vibe even if it's nonverbal, where you're saying to yourself okay look we know it's at stake but let's go out and play and have fun and i think they can have that mentality because they haven't been here for all the losing but you know what though fellas oh boy
4: oh boy
0: we're
2: 12 oh boy. we are 12 days away fellas and when you talk about coming out with a hard edge, there's only one hard edge that this team should know. There's only one hard edge that you bring, and that's the hard edge. with bloody knuckles. Oh, yes. Okay.
3: Thank you, Vince. All right, go on your route. Vince to Napa, California. Take a it's deep breath. Once
1: again. Take a deep breath. Go on your route, deliver the water, and have a good day. Don't scare anybody out there. Yeah. Crazy man, <laughs> bring a hard edge, crazy Vince, and bloody knuckles.
3: Yeah, uh, no, he to his point on the transfers. I mean that that that's obviously the goal is that hey, it, can this look like Michigan State last year? Michigan State brings in a million and five transfers, sure. twenty or so, to, just to be exact, <laughs> and it works out for them. Kenneth Walker the third, the running back, Peyton Thorn, the quarterback. I mean, they got other guys that came in that were effective. Obviously, that's the goal. That is the question is is that an uh, is that an outlier? Season in terms of transfers and their impact, or is that something that, that could be a norm going forward? And you're hoping for Nebraska that that's a norm for your sake, yeah, and not an outlier. But nothing's guaranteed,
1: obviously. No, nope, it's not. I mean, you just gotta. <laughs> I worry a little bit about. I always worry about. Well, not always, but a lot of years I worry about the toxicity level of the fan base. It's bubbling a loss would, would just send it over the uh-huh. pot, right? It would send it over the it, – it's like a, it's bubbling on the stove. Um, and if Nebraska loses, it'll go right over, right over the pot. It'll bubble over. I, I, I don't like the toxicity level right now. I don't.
3: can How could you stop that though right now until the games play out and they actually perform well? Right, it's going to be toxic until Nebraska wins consistent football games here.
1: <laughs> no, it's still toxic. Oh, less toxic. toxic? Yeah. Don't don't tell <laughs> me the Polina years weren't toxic. They were. Well, they were toxic. Don't tell me that. Even the Callahan years. No, I'm saying
3: for the immediate present, the right Soledad years were toxic. This season, if they were to win eight games, the toxicity. Yeah, they'll will, will always be there, but it will not be like it's been the last several years. Probably not.
1: But that's not <clears throat> what I'm suggesting is that's not a simple discussion at Nebraska. It's not just if they win nine, it'll take care of the toxic, toxicity level. No, it never does. It never does, unless you win them all. I mean, that's 12 and open. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just the way it goes. But anyway, um, some, th- some other things. Marcus Washington, again, um, has a good scrimmage yesterday, I'm told. Uh, Marcus Washington, probably the number two receiver. Um Trey Palmer, number one, Marcus Washington, number two. I I don't know. I'd venture to say number three, although Omar Manning's right in that conversation. But Omar Manning and Marcus Washington both play the same position. So somebody's not going to start out of those two. Um, The X, they play the X with Oliver Martin, by the way. I mean, the X, maybe move one of those guys somewhere else. Uh, I don't know. Maybe to the Z. Um, Or the R that's where Trey Palmer is though. Um I'm trying to think what else I heard from that scrimmage. Again, uh, yeah. No 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 major injuries, that's the big thing. The quarterbacks are Purdy's definitely pushing Casey at this point. Although Frost indicated on Saturday that he may have some news on the on the quarterback front um after the scrimmage, which leads me to believe maybe he's going to announce a starter. Oh, I don't know why he would have said that. He said it. <laughs> He's kind of already said that a week ago, right? Saying it's Casey's <clears throat> job to lose. Well, he said that, but he didn't announce the, the starter. No, but that would a And one I think to, since then, yeah. Purdy's played pretty
3: well. I think you're still led to believe that with that first statement that Casey's starting the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Unless there's an injury or something right. crazy
1: happens in the next 12 days. Mm-hmm. But it, it'd be interesting if he just went ahead and finalized it. I don't know why you would do that, but um, maybe – Maybe I don't know. I don't know wait, why well, he speaks next. He
3: speaks next on Friday. Is that when he speaks next, Scott?
1: I don't. I don't know. Kay. I don't know if that's right. I thought Tuesday, Thursday this oh, wait, week. Scott. maybe it's Saturday too. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what he's speaking. Look at the schedule. We. Um, <laughs> yeah, I try to say don't bring up things we don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that one. Okay. Well, that's
3: fine. Four zero two four six four five six eight five from the text line. Uh, Doc's, Doc, Doc, D O C K. Yes, who's kind of like a wet blanket here too? You know, we have wet blanket. We got and Doc. we had Doc. They're, they're both they're both wet blanket types. And what
1: about isn't isn't um isn't there Faisal? Is he kind of like that?
3: Yeah, I haven't seen Faisal for a while. Where are you, Faisal? Faisal, are you, if you're out there? Faisal, five Faisal. times four six four five six eight five. Shoot us a text. Um, okay, this is from Doc. He says, honest question. Does anyone believe that Scott Frost knows how to motivate an entire program? From what I've seen the last four years, it doesn't look like he knows how to. He's still a relatively young head coach, and clearly has not learned the ins and outs of being a leader of an entire program.
1: Well, the UCF experience can't be totally discounted, although that's what you.
3: Is do. that the outlier
1: right now for him, though? It was his only. That was only. This was only his second job, um, thought, a second head coaching job. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't dis I don't just the question. It's I I don't dismiss the question. I don't dis I don't dismiss it. And I don't diss it. Disrespect it. It's a valid question at this point. Um, I, it seems like he has a good relationship with his guys. You hear a lot of guys talk about him, like Marcus Washington set, told me this summer frost his relationship with Frost was the main reason he came here. Garrett Nelson, you heard him at Big Ten Media Days, right? Um, say that he he his fire burns to to you know make Scott make him happy again. He said, "I just That's want to right. see Scott happy." Yeah, he did say that. Um, so you hear anecdotal evidence of players that that rally for him, but I, Doc, I mean, it's a valid question. He's fifteen and twenty nine, and you know what, Doc? I think that that question could be answered with some degree of finality this season. If this year he's not motivated and he can't get his team motivated, then it's probably maybe he lost that spark somehow, you know, that spark that was evident at UCF when they went 13-0 and and beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl maybe may and you know what you know what's interesting you know what an interesting question would be y- you'd never consider this with Scott Frost in Nebraska but we we consider this with other coaches at other places maybe it wasn't the greatest fit odd question it doesn't make yeah i mean it makes just, no sense it doesn't but make but, any but sense at all. we just established that humans are very complex and and the world is pretty complex we're in a banana republic, and and the I I I isn't that something that that you have to bandy around in your mind a uh, little bit? It maybe think, just wasn't a great mm, fit.
3: That, if that's the case, if it doesn't
1: work, then you got to wonder about
3: that, right? I, I will I I will never believe that it's this coach or is a program ever. No, like, unless like, thanks unless, for saying well, that. Let me say, if Nick Saban can't work somewhere, then that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Okay. <laughs> If you get the most elite coach you can, fine. But it's like it's not like it's Scott right. Frost or this program is dead forever. No, no. Thank however, you. I'd never say. That however, before. if he was not a fit, I just that that's the most confusing thing I've ever seen for a guy that's from here, that played here,
1: that won a championship. It's here. complex, though. I mean, it's yeah. I don't. It's weird. Yeah. Uh,
3: before they get to break, Faisal is here.
1: Faisal is he with
3: us. He says, "I'm here." But I am just in wait and see mode before I chime in more. That,
1: that makes that's sense. Fair. I wish I could be in that mode <laughs> before I chime in more, but um, that's not the way this job works, right? No, it's not. We have to talk
3: and project and all that kind of
1: stuff. We could just talk about our fantasy excursions. We could, yeah, right? Going on a yacht today, actually. I would go to Laguna Beach if, if I had a shot. I'd go to Galveston, too. I, I, I think about Galveston all the time, going down there.
3: All right. When we come back, can you, can you imagine <laughs> all right. having a feud between your it's head amazing. football coach and head basketball coach? What's going on in Kentucky? We love it. Next on Early Break on the Ticket.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.